Film Pulse is supported by the kind donations from listeners like you. Please consider subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash filmpulse for just $1 a month and help keep the podcast on the air. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. This is Ryan Watching the Movie, where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. On Balls of the Lumberyard. Watching the Grumbian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches the Movie. This is episode number 249. My name's Adam Patterson. Joining me today, we got Kevin Rakestraw. How are you, Kevin? Uh, not too bad. We're also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? Doing pretty good, Ryan. Hanging in there, bud. Yep. Trying to, Trying to keep it real. Yep. All right. What movie do we have you watch? Clown. Clown. This is from 2014. Pick this in honor of Spider-Man Homecoming coming out this week. That's right. The director of Clown, John Watts, is the guy doing the new Spider-Man movie. I have a synopsis here. A loving father finds a clown suit for his son's birthday party, only to realize that it's cursed. <laughs> now, I, I watched this as well this week, so I do have... Uh, I can I can give some input. Ryan, tell us a little bit about Clown. Well, there's a dad... Uh... Mom, Dad, and you made the believe that they love their child and nothing for them. So they have a birthday party for the kid, and the clown supposed to be their candles. And the mom calls the dad, and it's like, all right, it's cool. I'll take care of it. So he's a real serious and he goes into the basement of the house he's selling, or one of the houses he's selling, and finds a sort of clown costume that is among other, other junky stuff in a real old trunk. But the clown costume, oddly enough, doesn't look old at all. So he puts his makeup on and the wig on and all that. And they have this partner, kids will have it. And later on, the dad tries to take the clown get up off and it won't come off. So he is well, he gets, he gets uh, a construction site of one of the houses he's selling. And the people that are working there start making fun of him because he has this white paint in his face and a wig on the clown head. And he goes in the bathroom and he's running everything he had to do. And he tries to get the outfit off. With a straight razor? A box cutter. And when he's trying to cut off his wrist, he ends up slipping and cutting himself. Which, first of all, I'm pretty sure he cut himself right where, uh, for like better terms, right where suicide people done. And it doesn't seem to face him. And he also tries to yank off the nose 
and he uses a pair of pliers and won't budge. And also, I forget what he's trying to He breaks a handsaw trying yes. to get something else off. Yeah, the suit. He sticks the electric saw down the front of the suit, like where, oh, where his yeah. neck is, and it breaks the saw blade. So he has told his wife who is a Del Hydranist, I believe. And so she's like, watch this all the time. After and are all better together. So he tries and he can't get anything off. And she ends up putting a pair of pliers on the nose ball and says, all right, hold on. And they both get death grips, which to me, if you need that kind of grip to take them off, it probably shouldn't be coming off. But anyway, she puts some pliers on this clown nose and grips it and yanks backwards. And the nose comes off, but part of his his actual nose comes off, too. So, the rest of the movie, he has a bandage on his face, and, uh, like, halfway not their nose. And upon investigation into this house that he's reselling, he finds the people that he's shown in, and apparently... Finds the owner of the clown and he goes in to get it off. And this guy tells him that the clown won't come off because it's a demon attached to the spoon. And the only way it'll come off is if he cuts his head off or someone cuts his head off. Or, I just lost my attention. If he cuts his head off or eats five children. Oh, yeah, that's right. If he eats five kids, the demon will be a beast and go away. And the old guy telling him all this, in the meantime, drugs him with tea. And to passing out, the guy tries to cut his head off. Because he knows there's a demon in there. It's supposed to make short work on the movie. And that doesn't happen. And the guy who tried to cut that off ends up in the hospital because he gets hurt and arrested for trying to kill the other guy. So the, the first guy goes to hotel. Not sure. I can't remember what happens in between. He goes into the the woods first. Like he flees into the forest to hide out. But then, if while in the forest, he ends up actually eating a child. Oh, yeah. boy! He doesn't eat the kid completely. He bites the kid's fingers off. The kid runs away, like, and nothing really happens to him. As a result of it, the second can, oh no, well, we can't make them. The second kid's not the video game kid, is it? No. The second kid is the kid, so he goes to hide out at the hotel after the forest. 
and there's a oh, kid yeah. that lives. It's not really a hotel. It's actually an apartment complex. It looks like a like a shitty motel, but he owns. Uh, it's one of the, another property that he has that he's trying to sell, and he hides out there. And a kid who I guess lives in one of the nearby apartments sees him and tries to become friends with him. And the guy, the guy is trying to cut his head off by himself by having converting souls and knocking his shoe back into the soul. Well, he kind of does that and freaks out and kicks the one leg of the chair and snaps his whole blade off and shoots it into the kid. So that kid's dead. <laughs> then, there's a kid that makes fun of his son. And he's like a bully at his son's school. And you see him playing video games online. And all of a sudden, the, the clown comes in. And you see him for a second. Then he eats a kid. That kid's dead. <laughs> I, li- I liked that scene because there was a there was a funny scene involving Code Red Mountain Dew being spilled on the floor. Wait, what what are we at right now? How many kids has he killed? At this point, two. Okay, it seems like a lot more. And three. Nah, because he doesn't kill the the Boy Scout kid. Oh yeah, he eats him. Eats his hand. Okay, so uh, two deaths and just one one missing a hand right now. So then he goes to like a Jimbury place. He goes to Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, is that like they even show? Which which surprised me. They even show the Chuck E. Cheese logo. Oh wow! I must have completed it. Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) Dude, that scene. Oh, sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Go ahead, Ryan. Sorry. Okay, you can probably describe it in more detail. Well, basically, what he goes to Chuck E. Cheese on a Thursday evening, and it's just packed with kids, and it basically turns into a slasher movie that's in a Chuck E. Cheese, where he's, you don't know where he is, and he's, like, popping up and killing kids in the ball pit, and it's, and, uh... And you see, you see a head rolled down, but it's Yeah, and he's... And everyone freaks out and runs away. And then... Well, the next kid is his wife's a dentist, and she's at work one night, and there's a little girl who missed her ride home, and she needs a ride home. She has to leave for one, so he's like, all right, let's go, I'll take you. And it ends up being out in the middle of the woods because she knows that if this demon gets five kids, then her husband will eventually come back. So she goes and she drives up in the middle of nowhere and tells the girl, We're here. And the girl gets in the car, and as soon as she gets out, the mom shuts the door and locks the door. And then all of a sudden, the cop pulls up. The little girl runs away, and the cop says, The mom, alright, here, I'm gonna go after her. So I assume that he is after her because they really don't say anything else about it. So then 
the last kid is their actual kid, Jack. And he's currently with his grandfather. And at this point, they get back to the house to talk to the dad. Because the grandpa doesn't understand what's happening and just thinks the dad's been an asshole. So he goes to talk to him and takes all the kid with him. And they're in the kitchen and the mom comes in the house and yells for them. He don't hear anything and then the grandpa is in the kitchen. You see him for about two seconds. And then you see the clown rip his jaw off and just walk away. So the only one's left is the little kid and love the mom. So the, the clown and the mom kind of get a little scuffle. And the little kid goes to hide. And oh my god. Basically, the clown just hunts them, and then they eventually capture the clown and chain, oh, chain him uh, up in the basement. And then they, uh, the little kid's like, uh, the mom's still all about taming the dad. And the little kid's like, it's not dad anymore. And at one point, the demon uses the dad's voice to, like, Try to be calm and make everyone calm. And all of a sudden, lunge the kid. So the mom takes a sledgehammer and wipes his head clean off. And then rips it his spine after he figures out it didn't come the whole way out. And you see at the very end of the movie, you see the evidence, everything in the evidence room at the police station. And the cloud is in the evidence locker. And uh, the screen goes black. And I assume they, they did that to leave it open for a sequel. Yeah, it was a little like, twist ending there. So not even a twist ending, but just, just showing that the suit's still there. All right, so what did you think of this? Middle of the road. Middle of the road. Middle of the road. I had a blast with this movie. I thought this really? movie, I thought it was I thought it was really fun. It felt like to me it felt like uh one of those kind of 90s style horror movies like um like thinner one of those where it was yeah. almost like a body horror movie just because of what was happening to him, to old Kent. And uh I, yeah, I, I thought that the the humor in it was actually pretty good, like it kind of worked for me. I thought it was pretty funny. What did you think about the, the more humorous elements, Ryan? Did you find it? It's it pretty good. I mean, there were a couple of times I laughed out loud. Did you find it like scary it. at all? Did you find the clown to be creepy? I found the clown to be creepy because I find all clowns to be creepy. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't think the movie was that scary. I mean, the clown was creepy looking, but I was expecting it to be more... I don't know, menacing. I guess. I mean, as, when it when he finally transforms, like when he, in his like final form, that was creepy looking, because it didn't even look like a person anymore. It looked like it really did look like some kind of weird clown demon. 
Uh, you reminded me a lot of Leatherface, only with the white face. Yeah, sort of. I guess there were definitely some Leatherface vibes in the design. There was like there was one little thing. There was I think it was the best shot in the entire movie, and I thought that it was really effective. There's the scene when he first goes into the the motel, and this is a spoiler, but it's already been spoiled through Ryan's summary. <laughs> He goes before he comes up with the idea to kill himself using the saw blades. He tries to just shoot himself in the head and the scene when he shoots himself in the head and instead of like blood and brain matter, all his blood has turned rainbow colored. So when he shoots himself, it's like rainbow colors (laughs) that splatter on the back of the the bathroom wall and it just i don't know why but i i the way that the shot was framed it looked really good it was just a really effective shot because you didn't expect that to happen like you knew he was about to kill himself but the whole rainbow blood (laughs) was definitely a surprise you didn't mention ryan that the dog also became a demon their dog because the when they ripped his nose off their dog actually ate the piece of nose that came off and by that point it had already been infected with the demon so the dog turned into a clown dog no that's interesting i'd watch that movie it the thing is they didn't really explore it that much and there was one other thing and i thought that they were going to go here with it at the beginning of the film you find out that his wife is pregnant meg uh and at the end after after they reveal that he needs to um I don't know if he has to kill five children or just eat or eat them or not. But I thought, oh, well, that'd be interesting if he somehow because he's like they're fighting and he's like beating the shit out of her and they're like tumbling around and stuff. And I thought it was going to end with their unborn child being, you know, killed. And that was going to end the curse. Yeah. But they didn't. They That's not what happened at all. And yeah. it, I th- they didn't do anything with that with that plot line. Huh. Now, I want to go back to the demon dog real quick. Just one question. Let's see what you guys think. So, the the like the actual clown, like the human clown demon has to eat five children, right? So, with it being a demon dog, does the dog then have to still eat five human children or five puppies? Ooh, that's a good question. They don't explore that in the movie. I don't know the answer. I would I would Guess human children, just because it's the same demon, okay, just in okay. a different vessel. This demon's just really hooked on human children. Yeah. Well, they get into the whole mythos behind it. Like they say that the original clown, it was not um, like a fun children's thing. It was. It comes from like Icelandic mythology or something. Okay. Uh, and, uh, the guy's brother. The the old guy the guy from the beginning that told this kid guy all about the demon. His brother wore the concert for children. He worked at a children's hospital, but they kind of don't go any further Well, they do sort of. So Peter Stormare is the old guy that Ryan was mentioning, mm-hmm. and. He he was the one that actually wore the clown suit originally. Or, or not originally, but he, he wore the clown suit as well. And it was his brother's 
house that had the clown suit that that um, that Kent was uh, selling. And when Peter Stormare's character got the suit stuck to him, what his brother did, his brother was a doctor in a children's hospital. He actually took the sickest kids, like the kids that were about to die, and fed them to him <clears throat> to, to break the curse. That's how yeah. he knew that you had to do five, you had to feed him five children. Hmm. You would think the demon would be kind of pissed off by that. Because he's not getting healthy kids. Yeah, getting the scraps. Yeah. Here's my question. If they knew he had need five kids, but the curse would have broken, why would it have been broken when he ate five sick kids back in the day? Well, uh, I guess it appeases. It's not, I don't know if it's, I, mean, I guess it off, it's just, cursed, just... but you just appease the demon. You know, you gotta, yeah. you gotta appease it every, every once in a while. So it was like a temporary yeah. thing. I guess if someone puts the, puts the costume on there. Yeah. Once you put the costume yeah. on and the costume was pretty cool looking. It, it looked like a suit, but it also kind of looked like skin. Like it had definition to it. Like you could see kind of like muscle definition with the suit. Oh, it was, uh, it was kind of an interesting, uh, suit. Hmm. That dog looked like the zombie dogs in uh, Resident Evil. Yeah, sort of. I mean, yeah, yeah, I thought it looked better than those dogs, but it definitely did. I I like the uh, I like the effects work, like the makeup effects and the gore effects and stuff. I thought were really good. The jaw ripping scene looked a little shaky, but it was still effective. They used CG for that, and I was like, eh. It happened very quickly. It was like bam. Joy. Yeah, yeah. I was also surprised the 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 double the double uh, buzzsaw scene. First of all, I thought that was a really clever way to to decapitate yourself. Yeah. And second, where that goes when he fails to do it and knocks them over and it causes it to break and kill that kid. I was I, that was pretty surprising to me. They showed that kid just get it. He got that buzzsaw hard in the back. Oh, boy. All right, so... a little video game dickhead going, too. Yeah, that was the other thing I liked, the the video game scene, because I I don't know if I've ever seen a movie that's been that accurate in what voice chat in online video games sounds like, where it's just a bunch of... People swearing just nonstop, talking shit and being awful. And then they showed the teabagging scene. And I, was, <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was uh, that was fun. They were playing Halo, I guess, too. So that was interesting. I don't imagine Halo used to look like that. No. Uh, all right. So final thoughts on uh, Clown? Uh, I guess a brand of arm is a bear. You'd probably like it. I'm, I guess I'm kind of into horror but for whatever reason, not this one. Okay, fair. I mean, it was still cool, but it wasn't like my favorite ever. Yeah, well, it wasn't my favorite ever either, I, but I did have fun with it. Uh, let's talk about the director, John Watts. So, in addition to Clown, he did Cop Car. From 2015. Remember Cop Car, Kevin? I think we reviewed that. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed Cop Car uh, for the most part. 
I think you like. Yeah, I think yeah. I think you like that one too, Ryan. You would actually like Cop Car too. It's about these two kids that steal a cop car, and but then the the cop car is like owned by a corrupt police officer played by Kevin Bacon. Oh, you know what? I think I've seen one. It's cool. It's it's uh it's pretty cool. He did a segment in our RoboCop remake which we actually did on Ryan watches a movie. Remember we there was one episode where we did two, we did two movies. Nah. And our RoboCop remake was one of them. I don't know which segment he did. He, it says segment 6 or scene 6. If I remember correctly, there were a shitload. There were like 30 of them. Yeah, there was a lot cuz it was a shot for shot remake of RoboCop, but they got all kinds of they got tons of directors to yeah. Do do each scene like basically each scene was a different director, so that was interesting. Uh, that's pretty much it. He did a short film called Clown, which was the the basis of this movie. What that one's about the clown dog, though. Uh, I don't think so. This was a trailer. This was a fake trailer. Yeah, I read about that where they did did fake trailer and attached Eli Roth's name to it. And then Eli Roth actually Eli Roth was like, yeah. these guys are fucking ballsy working with them. Yeah, and then Eli Roth actually approached them to make this movie. Yeah, Eli Roth is a producer on this, as are um, Bob and Harvey Weinstein are executive producers on this movie. So I <clears> thought that was an interesting little thing to see in the credits. Okay. He did, uh, he did a bunch of stuff for The Onion. He did uh, 13 episodes of The Onion News Network. He did... 10 episodes of the Onion Sports Dome. And that's pretty much it. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. All right, Ryan, let's go ahead and give you your drum roll. What do you give Clown? Five. That is a five out of ten. Man of his he word, said, straight down the middle. He said straight down the middle. Yeah. What is happened uh, Andrew Garfield? Uh, he's still doing movies. He's still doing his I mean, thing. Is he supposed to be the is no, he's they they wanted to they wanted to separate <laughs> themselves from those. That's already happened. Yeah, he was Spider-Man yeah, twice. One, now. No, one of them. He was in he was in two of them. He only got uh, two. Yeah, he did two of them. I thought, yeah. Poor Garfield. <laughs> he's another one of those people you hate, isn't he? One another one of those. Yeah. British actors he's, that you can't he's, stand? He's actually not British. Oh, really? But, no, wait. Okay. Never mind. He was born in California and then moved to England. Yeah. Could have sworn he was. Yeah. He's just a terrible actor. I, I like Andrew Garfield. He has a new movie. He actually has a new movie coming out. I got an email about it today, but it it um, it's the directorial debut of... Um, uh, what's his name? Damn it. Um... Uh, Andy Circus. Yes, Andy Circus. Nice. I'm glad you somehow knew that I was talking about that. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you think about the new Spider-Man, Ryan? Spider-Man: Homecoming. I like the fact that the like Iron Man and some of the Avengers were in it, but that it really excites me. I'm done with Spider-Man. Done. You're done with that fucking guy. It seems you're, like they're all the same. You're sick and tired of Peter Parker. Yeah. Now, oh, I've seen Batman more, and I'm not. 
I'm not tired of Batman. Something tells me that this new Spider-Man is not going to be the same. I think that it's going to be significantly different. Now that it's back under the the Marvel Studios umbrella, it's still owned by Sony, but I guess Sony's licensing it off or there's some sort of agreement yeah. there. Now, what if I told you that this Spider-Man has Bokeem Woodbine? We think about oh, that, man. Ryan. Bokeem? Oh, that change things? You're in now? Straight jacking. He plays Shocker number two. Tom Holland is the new Spider-Man, a British actor, Kevin, young male British actor. What's your hatred level on Tom Holland? I don't know if I've seen Tom Holland in anything. I'm going to go ahead and guess that Tom Holland is not a good actor. My guess will be my guess. Guess we'll find out. Michael Keaton is in this, plays Vulture. Okay. He's the bad guy. Pretty pretty, uh, pretty excited about that. The early reviews of this have been popping up. I don't know if they're just like media, if the media embargo has lifted or whatever, the social media embargo, or, or if there's actually written reviews, full reviews of this yet. But from what I gather on the Twitters, uh, this is very good. This movie is very good. So. That's what they always say. I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. It looks very colorful, and I like that. I'm kind of tired of the whole, you know, dark, gritty, colorless superhero movies. I, I like the idea of a bright, vibrant superhero movie. And this one looks, it just looks fun. Like, it just looks like it's going to be funny and lighthearted. I like that idea. Okay. Right. I want Michael Caine to play Batman again. You want Michael Caine to play Batman? Michael Caine Michael to Keaton? play Batman again. What if I told you in the new Spider-Man halfway through, he's like, I'm done being the vulture. And he puts the Batman. I'm going to be the Batman. And then he tries Um, to hijack the movie as Batman. That might be the best movie ever. (laughs) I just saw a funny thing because Hannibal Burris is in the new Spider-Man movie. And there was a, I guess, a red carpet premiere this week maybe today even and somebody is on the red carpet pretending to be Hannibal Burris <laughs> and, and they're like doing interviews as him and everything and nobody seems to know that it's not him even though it clearly doesn't look anything like him wow that's not good yeah i think it's a i think it is a terrible statement on that on race in america yeah <laughs> yeah all right ryan Final thoughts, Spider-Man Homecoming, Clown. All right. Um, <laughs> yo, Emma should know me like it. What? What did you say? No, Emma Stone know me like it. No, Emma Stone know me like you. Uh, I'd, I'd like you to come up with a sentence that makes you sound even more like a creep, please. Yeah. Keep in mind, that was from a full-grown man. (laughs) This works in that order. Full-grown man's mouth. All right. And on that note, I think we'll end it for the day. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can send us your questions and topics to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. And if you have a minute, take a look at our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash filmpulse. Consider helping us out by becoming a subscriber. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson. We'll see you next week. Bye.